Hey everybody, it's Jake and I am alone in the basement. Today I'm going to be talking to The Whisper, uh, mostly known for his stuff in Chikara, but he's uh, been in a ton of indies and I'm really pumped to uh, to talk to him so we can you know talk about where he came from, uh, how he wound up at the Wrestle Factory into Chikara and and all the stuff that's that's gone from there. And uh, this should be fun and I'm, I'm really excited to, to learn everything that he has to say. So by now you should know the deal, stick through the ad and then on the other way back we'll be with The Whisper. Thank you. All right, everybody, we are back, and we are with The Whisper, as I was saying in the intro, uh, known for Chikara, but done stuff in a bunch of different indies. Uh, he's a, is a great wrestler, and I'm super pumped to have him on. Thank you so much for being here, man. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. All right, so we'll just get right into this. Um, when did you start watching wrestling, and was there a specific moment or a match or an angle that hooked you as a fan? Oh, God. I, I feel like, I, I just, I feel like wrestling's just been sort of just ingrained into my person, like, for as long as I can remember. Like, I feel like I've just, I've just been watching it as, as long as I can remember, really. Um, I can't really remember, I never remember, like, specific matches. I know, I always, I used to, I think really enjoy um just the video games a lot more as a kid um those are always because like you could always just like um like make up whatever matches you want and just kind of like watch them out like computer versus computer that was always fun so is it weird now knowing that you're in a video game it's um it's surreal it's uh, it's really weird. Uh, it's cool, <laughs> but it's yeah, it's really weird. Um, I've only ever I've only actually even gotten to play it like a few um, like a handful of times. But it's uh, yeah, it's it's bananas that uh, that the that the video game is a real thing. Uh, we were all like, it's it it was like uh, it was like in production for like such a long uh, long long time for it to have finally. Uh, for it to finally come out, it was all like, "Yes, this is awesome!" <laughs> right? I I'm waiting for it to come out on the consoles, and I'm I'm oh. pumped. You and me both, brother. <laughs> now, um, as a lot of us, uh, you spent some time growing up where you went out and wrestled in the backyard with your friends. Uh, how much experience did you get, uh, wrestling wise and life wise, by uh, by doing that? I mean. Um... The time, the time I spent in the yard really kind of uh, shaped, I think, largely who I am, real as a, as just a person, and really sort of shaped also my uh, my love for uh, for wrestling. Like I think, really, where I fell in love with wrestling was in the backyard. Um, if I'm being uh, if I'm being perfectly honest. Which is, is cool, though, because it's kind of different from a lot of people that, you know, your love of it more came from actually doing it than sitting back and watching it. Yeah, it just, it always, it just developed into something, uh, it just developed into something that I just never wanted to uh, stop doing. Now... It was just incredible. Uh, at what point did you decide that it was, you know, something you wanted to take further and GoPro, and what led you to the Wrestle Factory? 
I think um, it was, uh, let's see. God, it all seems so long ago now. It was, uh, I guess it would have been around 2015-ish. Uh, most of the uh, it was around like, yeah about around like 2015 or so it was around when most of the uh, most of like the general like backyard groups and stuff that I was like associated with were starting to kind of like wind down and like have their last shows or announce their last shows and stuff like that and um, like I like I had said it like it, wrestling at that point like at the point where a lot of people were like we're gonna like hang this up uh for me wrestling at that had just gotten to a thing where i was like no i'm not no there's no way i'm stopping doing this uh uh i gotta like and i so i just i gotta figure out um what what um what pathways really uh led to led to doing that um, it was, uh, it was actually interesting. I think I, I, I ended up specifically at the Russell factory, um, actually due to someone I met at a, um, at a backyard show. I think it was one of the, uh, one of the last, uh, backyard shows that year that, not that, that year, but leading up to when I had started training, it would have been, um, PKM uh, seven six PKM six or seven. I, it was a BXW Super Show, uh, Paul Kunkel Memorial. I believe that was the one. But I uh, I, I met a, I met someone there who was actually uh, was actually associated with uh, Chikara, uh, and told me about uh, the Russell Factory and um, kind of. Uh, kind of gave me that sort of like foot in the door so to speak uh so i i i knew something was like there to like pursue um so it just it kind of uh got to a point where it was like um i was like all right yeah let's do it (laughs) which it's great that you went and you took that step because you are you're an awesome wrestler so if you had you had you given up it would have it would have blown but I feel like there's a lot of, of people from that circle now who have made their way to Chikara, which is... It, yeah, it's awesome. It, it's mind-blowing at times when I look at the screen and I'm like, holy shit, I remember long ago. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, I've said, I've said it before and uh, I'm sure I'll say it many other times, but, uh, 2020 is, uh, wild. Uh, and... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and wild uh for for many many reasons uh none of like none of which like it's 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 just great like all of everything like apart from everything like just being like relatively catastrophic in like the general sense of the world right now like the where like in a sense of where people from like the the backyard wrestling link are in the sense of the lens of professional wrestling right now 
is incredible. <laughs> and that's the craziest thing to me is because, you know, I was on the link and I got to go to some of these super shows and some of these people I've met are doing crazy, unbelievable things. And had I thought about it when we, you know, we were in backyards in like Southern Pennsylvania or warehouses on the ocean in Massachusetts, it never, I don't think I ever would have realized it would have got to this point for some people. Oh my God. <laughs> that building in Holyoke. <laughs> oh boy. Now, uh, at the Wrestle Factory, they have some of the best uh, professional wrestling trainers in the world, and a lot of people who have been trainers there before are on grand scales all over the world. What was it like to learn from such a talented team? It was, um, it was, uh, it was and is, I should say, too, because I still, I still act, uh, train there when uh, training obviously when when the world resumes and we resume training like we'll we'll all go back to that hopefully <laughs> but uh but yeah it, it's it, it was and is uh incredible to work with um ev everyone that i've gotten the opportunity to even the um even just the opportunities for like um for like people like guests that have come in um as well like it's just the it's the time has been invaluable um and it, there's and it's i back when i started to like it was um there was also it was kind of like a different set of trainers than there are now so i've seen sort of like a diff like a sh like from from the time i started training till like this point in time i've sort of seen like a shift in um like the, the different people that have come and go through the system like in that time so it's been it's been fun yeah because gulak must have still been there when you were were starting yes yeah yeah uh the time i the, i think probably one of my my biggest regrets is not training with uh drew gulak more and every time he comes to visit uh, the factory. I always uh, try and jump at that chance uh, because he's just—he's just a genius um, and incredible at what he does. Um, also, uh, Dustin uh, was a trainer back um, when I started too. That was always uh, <laughs> Dustin classes were always were always good times. I can imagine that being an experience. <laughs> Yes, uh, it was uh, al always something, uh, always something, uh, <laughs> something fun, something to make Dustin giggle. <laughs> and uh, I don't think Ophidian gets enough credit for for everything he does there. He's, uh, yeah, he he never will. I'm sure. <laughs> between everything, between everything he does, both as a trainer and uh, behind the scenes, and making people's gear and doing all the things that he and his uh, wife do are uh, uh, mind-blowing sometimes, to say the least. Yeah, he'll always be a criminally underrated person to me, and that's why I love that he's, you know, a focus right now, or a, a gigantic focus in the world of Chikara. Yeah, he is... He is... He is something. He... <laughs> 
I, I can't, I can't say enough about about him. To be honest with you, he's uh, he's really been an invaluable, um, invaluable friend and mentor um, to me uh, throughout my entire uh, journey uh, through this whole uh, through this whole world, really. Which is, you know, it just shows how great of a guy he is. You know, at least, you know, to people who may or may not be on the Crucible side, which uh, I think I've kind of leaked that. So, <laughs> uh, now you've been in Chikar for a few years now, and you've, you know, done some major accomplishments. And how much of an accomplishment was it when you won the Campeones de Parejas? It was... Uh... It was it was an incredible experience, um, uh, like in hindsight, for to like to like and like all, like in actuality when it happened, it was like, oh wow, this is this is real, this is crazy. Um, but uh, the whole the the experience as a whole was such a great um, learning experience in so many different aspects. Um, of like just uh, it was i got i got to learn a lot from both the masters the matches that i had um subsequently uh for uh for the belts and also just uh in general really it was it was it was a very humbling and uh gratifying experience for sure i mean it has to be and then to know that your name is going to be side by side with like some of the greatest to ever do it. And it can't ever be erased. I mean, that's something you should totally be proud of yourself for, man. That's a gigantic accomplishment. Right. And no. Absolutely. And I mean, I get, and I, I have the honor of course of having that name next to, um, the, uh, the, uh, infallible princess Kimberly, who is again, like somebody I've known since, uh, I started training and uh, also like also as somebody who is like through various uh, bits of Shakara turmoil uh, has always been a very uh, helpful person, I would say. Yeah, man, she's she'll always go down as one of the greatest that Jakara has ever had, you know, for many reasons and many accomplishments, whether it be the uh, Campeones de Parejas or just being grand champion and to be the first, you know, major champion of any promotion to be a woman. That's a that's a huge deal. Yeah, uh, Kimberly is uh, incre- Kimberly is incredible and uh, uh, absolute absolutely groundbreaking. As a as a performer, hundred percent. Now you're currently heavily involved in the the store, the biggest storyline that's going in Chikara right now as a member of the Crucible. How does it feel to be, you know, in this war and to be such a featured player in it? I think it's I I the same way I kind of treat. Um, the the time I spent with the 
the uh, the the Campione, uh, the Campionados, Campiones, Campionados. Oh, I always man. get the two I, hope, I was gonna say, I hope I haven't been saying it wrong. <laughs> it's 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 bad. It's uh, but nevertheless, the it, I I hold it in a in a similar regard as like it's just a constant. Um, it's just a constant uh, learning experience, and um, it's always so. Um, it, it it is it is really special to be given uh, these opportunities. Like I don't, I don't necessarily take them uh, lightly. Um, I think. Yeah, I just really try and view the whole the whole situation as uh, as a, as a general learning experience. It's um, it's it's um, yeah. And I, the Crucible is a team that I feel like maybe doesn't get enough credit that they deserve for all of the the people that are on the team. Because I mean, I get it's, some people try to say now that maybe Chikara doesn't have the roster that it once had, but I find that to be bullshit if I'm just being honest, because I feel like the roster now is as good as it's ever been, and just maybe because there's newer faces doesn't mean that they're not fantastic wrestlers, and you know, even newer people that are in the Crucible, like uh, Demarest and Mikowski and Tunku Amir and Devontae are just, they're, they're awesome, awesome dudes who I love being able to see so frequently. Yeah, every single time, um, excuse me, um, every single time uh, Matt uh, Mikowski uh, gets in a ring, he does something that uh, just makes me want to retire because it was so good. <laughs> it, he's like, like his just general instinct stinks and movements and everything that he does is uh is so good um uh demorest um i mean demorest is who i started wrestling with 10 years ago it was his like (laughs) like like if 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 there's anyone to really start origin story of where i started wrestling it was in the Morris's backyard, which it's it's crazy now that you guys are together, right? In Jakarta, years later, in it's a team. Funny how things work out. The more things change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> <laughs> now, how much more difficult are those matches when the ropes are down and and the timer's on? Because I feel like. It kind of has a shoot-style aspect to it, but a lot of those shoot matches, you know, are slow and kind of have a build to them where you guys don't have that luxury. It's it's two minutes, get to it or not. <laughs> yeah, it, it was... Um, it was an interesting... Uh, an interesting challenge overall. Um, but, like, the thing that I think people maybe don't necessarily realize that, or maybe they think it was like, oh, like, the secret tra- the secret trading was like part of the part of like a storyline and like they didn't actually do like secret training no like that was like 
that was real. Like that was like we legit were at the factory like all hours of the night, like doing these fights like over and over and over and over and over and over again. Like <laughs> people like that was a hundred percent like that was a real like th- th- those that was real things that were happening. <laughs> Like, like not all of like it wasn't all necessarily documented, but it was all done. Which <laughs> it was like the time, the time that was spent um, between the collective members of the Crucible, like in the factory, was and is evident um, by what they do in the ring. Which is is crazy because I'm sure so many people think that it was just, you know, something that may have been done or portrayed and might not have actually, you know, happened at that hour or those hours. But to hear now that it legitimately goes on is that's mind blowing, man. I am here to tell you, like in the onset of like when this whole thing dropped, like we were all literally there, like doing these fights, like we were making sure like this was perfect. Like it wasn't it wasn't something that we were going to lightly unveil. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, fair enough. I mean look what's what's happened since. <laughs> um now to me one of the, the the best things that's happened wrestling wise during this pandemic, which while there's few, uh the action arcade has been one of the, the biggest highlights and I love it. I abs- I'm absolutely in love with it um, because it brings me back to memories of, you know, Saturday mornings waking up with my dad and watching wrestling and being able to do it, do it with my kids now means the world to me. Uh, how do you feel about this show? And uh, do you have any favorite features about it? It's, um, it's so, it's so gratifying uh, seeing it all play out um because and i mean it's i think it's and i think it's evident uh by watching uh by watching like the episodes like the amount of work that everyone collectively has put in uh to um to creating what is uh chikara's action arcade um like i think it, it really it really means the world for everyone to be receiving it as well as they have been just because like we've all collectively put so much into it um, and like I just like I love everything about it you know what I mean like it's it's so it's just so fun it is I love everything about it I love the nostalgic feeling about it but still you know being very much a show in 2020. And just every every piece of the aesthetic to me is it's it's perfect. I think it's uh, probably out of all the the current running weekly episodic shows, the two that I get hyped for the most are Uncharted Territory and now the Action Arcade. And since we don't know when Beyond's coming back, to have this is really filling a void for a lot of wrestling fans. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, Uncharted Territory was uh, was incredible stuff. Like they did. They uh, like the work that Beyond did, 
for uh, it's like the the I think uh, independent wrestling as a whole saw a growth last year that was um, exponential and largely due to uh, IWTV and Beyond's Uncharted Territory. Yeah, man, I, I'm I totally I'm, I'm with you on that one because I feel like. IWTV has been such a gigantic help for tons of indies, including Chikara. And to know that there's people all over the world watching your stuff and to have it like at their fingertips is, is gotta be a crazy feeling. Yeah, it's, um, it's incredible. And even like the various, like, uh, the, the views, like, cause I mean, even if you get, um, like the opportunity to be featured on, um, Beyond's uh, YouTube page. I mean, they have. Uh, I think mean, last I checked, it was like 1.75 million subscribers. I think it's up to 2.2 million now. Is it 2.2 million? Oh my goodness! Well, I'm behind. <laughs> Clearly, I'm very behind. <laughs> well, that's that's ludicrous. That's the, my that's my whole point. <laughs> it is. It's it's some out there out there crazy shit. Now, when the pandemic is all done and over, do you have any specific goals for the future, wrestling-wise? I, um, always. <laughs> I, um, initially, I mean, I don't know what the, uh, what the story for, um, international travel necessarily is going to be for, uh, going, um, going forward just based on, like, the everything with the situation but um when international travel resumes um i really want to go to uh, australia i think realistically some of the uh best wrestlers in the world um if not like collectively all of them between in like all of the HBWA guys, uh, Mick Moretti, uh, Robbie Eagles, uh, Madison Eagles, Shazza McKenzie, uh, Ricky South, every, um, like Jack Fonza, like every, every Australian that I can think of is absolutely incredible. And I just want to go down there and learn as much as I can from all of them. <laughs> That'd be a great trip, man, for you to go to PWA. That would be that would be super sick, and just anywhere else you could get a chance to get in the door. Um, so that was a big uh, that was a big goal of mine that I wanted to uh, definitely get. I wanted to check off the list, but uh, beyond that, I mean, um, freelance wrestling. I'd love to uh, work with them in the future. Um, I'd love to do more work with Beyond, of course. Um, Fest wrestling in Florida looks like a ton of fun. Punk pro wrestling as well. Those are some uh, good guys. I know those that uh, run that. And I mean, just, I just want to, honestly, at this point, I just want to wrestle. It's just like, I just, that's all I want to do. <laughs> yeah, for a lot of people, this like is. The whole, the whole quarantine and everything just has, has just everything just on edge and. I just I just want to wrestle everywhere. <laughs> yeah, this this whole thing's got a lot of people just just missing anything at this point. They they would wrestle anywhere. Doesn't matter. <laughs> now, if it's cool with you, 
Can I ask you some rapid fire questions that have absolutely nothing to do with pro wrestling? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's try it. All right. Uh, the first one, what celebrity do you dislike the most? Um, I guess on Je- is Jeff Bezos a celebrity? On because I think just on on general principle, probably him. Okay, I, I'm He's with that one. Uh, I, that guy's just just a giant piece of shit. Uh, this one's important to me: grape or strawberry jelly? Uh, strawberry. Oh, I'm grape jelly gang for life. Uh, My grandmother would have been very upset with me had I picked grape. <laughs> I can, now I don't know why, but I'm picturing a shirt with a grandma whisper on it holding a strawberry jelly jar. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> can you name any of the seven dwarfs? Uh, Dopey? Yeah, I think that's one. I, I wouldn't have known either, to be honest. <laughs> the only one I can think of is Sleepy. I think that is one. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's about the only two that I can think of. Uh, big dogs or small dogs? Uh, just dogs. All right. <laughs> I have one of each, so. <laughs> well, then, yeah, so... No preference, any of them. You love them all. That's that's a good person to be. Uh, this one is slightly wrestling related. Favorite yo-yo brand? Fra- uh, favorite uh, yo-yo brand? Yep. Um, I mean, that's tough. That's uh, probably between uh, Recess International. I really like all of those yo-yos. I have a hand in um, producing some of them, so that's cool. Um, also, uh, I mean, Duncan, Duncan always is putting out classic stuff. They have um, a new yo-yo releasing uh, in a little over an hour today, actually, that I'm very excited for. <laughs> um... Who else makes good yo-yos? Honestly, everyone makes good yo-yos nowadays. It's so, um, like, there's so many different, like, small, random, like, com- people who are like, I'm going to make a yo-yo brand. <laughs> like, yep, here we go. <laughs> I didn't know that much about the world of yo-yos and, and that there was that many makers. So thank you for enlightening me and I'm sure plenty of people who will listen. <laughs> Absolutely. And the and there's literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of brands. <laughs> I, I honestly had no clue. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised, but I didn't know there was that many. It's crazy. And the, the last question I have for you is, what is the creepiest basement you've ever been in and why? The creepiest basement? Yeah. Hmm... Uh, okay, so there was, um, back, there used to be this, um, like abandoned, like abandoned house. Oh, these are um, always good. Back, uh, I think in like one of, in like the town where I, uh, grew up, there's like an abandoned house, like on the waterfront, and, uh, 
it was all fenced off, and it was. I don't think you're technically supposed to go in there. But, any, um, uh, some friends and I would every now and then just go check that out. But uh, the building itself, it was an old mansion, and it was uh, it was fire damaged. So like, different parts of the house were inaccessible because of the way the fire had damaged it. So because of this, like there was like, you could only in certain areas, you could only go to the basement and the basement was terrifying. And then, but, but you could, but you could see through to the other side of the house, but you couldn't get there without going like up and around and out another like door. It was bizarre. Yeah, that definitely sounds like a creepy overall house. Just yeah, it was. It was like overall, it was a great. Like it was always a, a, an incredible like experience overall because like it was cool to see like how like the things that hadn't been damaged, like what was like still there and everything about it, it was. It was. It was. I don't know if it still exists now, but it was uh, back in the day, as it were. Uh, it's pretty fun. Well, thank you so much, man, for doing this and, and being with me here today. Uh, super, super appreciative. And, you know, I hope you go on when this is all over to go wherever you wanted to go, do everything you want to do. Uh, I hope that you're on the Crucible Cybernetico team. And I, I, I just hope any good thing that can happen for you to happen. Hey, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. All right, brother. You take it easy. And hey, hopefully we can have you on again sometime. Hey, thanks so much. I appreciate you. Take it easy. Have a great night. Be safe. Bye. All right, everybody. That was The Whisper. Uh, it's uh, always important to uh, to support your local indies and to support local independent wrestlers. And as always, you can support Chikara by joining and signing up for IWTV. Uh, there's a ton of free codes. It's not hard to find, as always. I'm sure Chikara is a code, but the one that I always think of first is Beyond. That'll get you five free days, which is in time, I believe, for you to watch the next episode of Action Arcade, which I can't recommend enough for anyone who loves wrestling and loves Saturday morning wrestling and what that meant for a lot of people. Uh, so, as always, uh, remember to follow me on all the social medias. Uh, Facebook's Alone in the Basement. Twitter's AITB Podcast. Uh, remember to please leave uh, a rating and a review on your preferred podcast delivery service. Um, and always, thank you to my wife, Shelby, for putting up with more shit than she deserves to. And as always, thanks you guys. Uh, I love all of you, and I appreciate everything you guys do uh, and all the lessons I get. And I'll talk to you in a couple days. Love you. Bye.